Standard Bearer's tight lips parted to reveal a row of blackened teeth. Fighting! Thirty-third! He cried out, his voice a rasping whisper. The corpses swayed where they stood, their bony arms reaching forward with tattered sleeves hanging limply in the foggy air. I smelled the sourness of the sewers about them, that and the sweet whiff of death. Their sunken eyes bored into mine. We were surrounded. There was nothing Sir Alfred or I could do. The standard-bearer's voice echoed hoarsely around the graveyard. Advance! In my line of work, I've encountered my fair share of restless spirits from beyond the grave. There was Madame Lavinia's poltergeist, who terrorised the thrill-seeking guests at her tea parties and Pastor Shake Maple's Iroquois spirit guide, with a taste for cheap whiskey and expensive jewellery. And of course the late Mercy Hornby, Queen of the Phantasmal Plain, who was on intimate terms with three Roman emperors and Alexander the Great. Extraordinary apparitions, each and every one of them. Unfortunately, Madame Lavinia's apparition was more piano wire than poltergeist, and Shake Maple's clerical robes concealed a magic lantern and a pair of sticky fingers. As for the ghost of Mercy Hornby, she was no more than a shop dummy in a shroud, operated by a music hall ventriloquist in search of a new career. I should know, because I played a part in unmasking them. Hapney fraudsters, the lot of them, out to fleece the gullible. But what I encountered in that graveyard on that moonlit night was no cheap illusion. No wires, no lanterns or cheap theatrical tricks had conjured up the Legion of the Dead. The truth was far worse. It all began on a crisp autumn morning, the sky the colour of an Indian runner duck egg. I'm a TikTok lad by trade. My job is to deliver things all over the city. Anything from a dusty writ or a document in need of a signature to the box consignment of giant African snails that I dropped off only the day before at the exclusive Culloden Club for their annual members-only mollusk race. I'm quick and efficient, high-stacking over the rooftops of the city as fast as I can because, tick-tock, time is money. Some jobs, like the snails, are one-offs, while others are more regular. And since it was the second Wednesday in the month... I had an appointment with one Cornelius Frimley of Frimley's Funereal Supplies and Grave Chandlery. I was running late that morning and had to be quick, but I also had to be careful. Although the sun was shining, treacherous traces of frost still lingered in the shadows, threatening to turn my ankle or make me skid. At the mansion house, a tricky striding edge and a moment of carelessness almost pitched me over the side of a crumbling parapet. On such a glorious morning, though, with the sun shining, a light breeze blowing, and the city air as clear as it ever gets, nothing could dent my spirits. And though you need a head for heights and a steady nerve, there is nothing as exhilarating as high stacking. Leaping, rolling and running across the rooftops, plinth to pediment, gargoyle to gable, the experienced high stacker can race across the city, while the streets below are snarled with slow-moving traffic. I made quick progress, and at five to nine the imposing brown brick building with its white stone window arches and fluted pilasters that housed Frimley's funereal supplies and grave chandlery loomed up before me. 
At nine o'clock on the dot, I was standing outside Cornelius Frimley's office. I rapped on the door. Come in, came a thin, wheezing voice, and I entered the room. Cornelius Frimley was seated at the desk before me, his fingers buried in a drift of paperwork. He raised his head wearily, a frown on his pallid brow. Ah, Barnaby, he said. The steel-rimmed spectacles he wore were so strong, it looked as though his huge magnified eyes had been lifted from his face and glued to the inside of the lenses. Bright red veins lined the glowing yellowed eyeballs. In contrast, his face in the flickering light was as pale as the wax candle that cast it and made all the more ghostly by the deep, dark circles under each eye. From the look of him, the poor chap never saw sunlight from one end of the day to the other. Despite its out